Hello and welcome to the episode of Sherborne Voices podcast for Wednesday the 30th of June 2021. My name's Sue Hill, I'm the host for today's episode and this is the seventh podcast episode that we've managed to put together thus far. If you're listening to the podcast for the first time, welcome and thank you for joining us. We are a very new podcast, which with the help of some friends, I decided to set up to provide another source of information about Sherborne and surrounding villages. We're not a business, we're not looking for funding, but we do want to reach as many local people as we can and have as many local people as we can participate and contribute an item to the podcast. It can be on anything you like, but we want to provide a forum or a platform for people to voice concerns about what's happening locally, praise about what's happening locally, support for people, and to give us news items events, items and information about all the wonderful things that are available to us in Sherborne and surrounding villages, though not everybody will know about them. And Sherborne Voices podcast won't know about them either without your help. You can email me sue at sherbornevoicespodcast.com and I can tell you a little bit more about how to get involved. If you don't want to actually speak, voice your own item. We can get someone to do that. But we would like as many voices to be heard, not just me and the one or two other people who participate in any given episode. And if you would like to speak in the podcast, we would be very happy to hear from you as well, because it would be great to have other voices hosting the episode or contributing or reading out other people's items and providing a change from me. So do get in touch. There are all sorts of things you can get involved in to fit around your own commitments. Now let's get on with this episode. Today's episode is a little bit different because we have quite a number of items that are time sensitive and I wanted to get them into this week's episode as a result of that. We have a number of what's-ons and we have Grace Anderson from the library telling us about the summer reading challenge for children. I'm going to start today with a couple of notices about road closures and or disruption to traffic. The first one concerns Ackerman Street in Sherborne as a result of Sherborne School doing some major work to the Ackerman Street entrance and the minibus parking area. It started on the 28th of June, or at least was scheduled to start on the 28th of June. And for the following nine weeks over the school summer holidays, they will be carrying out extensive work. It's part of a two-year project to expand and increase the indoor sports facilities at the school. So if Ackerman Street is one of your usual routes, be prepared for some disruption there. The other one is in Higher Cheap Street in Sherborne. That came into operation yesterday on the 29th of June and it can remain in force for up to 21 days, although it is anticipated that the works will be completed by the 2nd of July. This closure of Higher Cheap Street is to allow Wessex Water safe access to carry out emergency works to repair a water leak. 
you will, of course, still be able to access the Green and Newland by going further down the A30 and turning into the Green instead of into higher Cheap Street. Kingston Vets Emergency Care Cover from the 1st of July will be covered by Medivet Dorchester. You're advised to call 01935 813 288 in case of emergency and Medivet Dorchester will be able to assist you with veterinary care between the hours of 6pm and 8.30am on weekdays and on Saturdays between 11.30am on Saturday until 8.30am on Monday. They also mention that Video Vet is available and consultations are £24, but this is refundable if you're advised by a vet to bring your pet in for care. Good idea to have a look at their website for more information. This is www.kingstonvets.co.uk forward slash pets forward slash video hyphen vet. Dorset Council is working with local schools, voluntary organisations and activity providers to develop an exciting programme of activities that will be taking place across Dorset over the summer holidays. This is thanks to funding from the Department of Education's Holiday Activity and Food programme. Summer in Dorset will be six weeks of enriching activities, fun days and holiday clubs for children aged 5 to 16. All sessions and included meals will be free for children who are eligible for benefit-related free school meals. Now you can sign up or get more information by emailing, this is all one word, summerindorset at dorsetcouncil.gov.uk or you can phone 01305 So if your family receives free school meals, sign up for free, fun, summer in Dorset holiday activities. I read an article the other day that suggests that we have a national shortage of cardboard due to the pandemic and people ordering more items online and not getting rid of their boxes very quickly. In normal times, items would be mass-delivered and collected very much more quickly than the system is allowing at the moment because individually we're getting hold of boxes and we put them in our recycling and recycling may not happen as quickly in some places as the cardboard industry would like to be able to use them again. And we're asked to check our garages and make sure we're not hoarding any boxes that could be put in the recycling. Now I have to hold up my hand and say, I know I have two big boxes in the garage from items I bought some time ago, electrical items. And I kept the boxes in case I had to send them back. And they've never quite managed to get from the garage into the recycling. So that is my task for this week, to get all the boxes I've got and put them in the recycling. I'm pretty good at recycling, I think, but I haven't thought about the garage for quite some time. So have a look in your garage and if you find you've got some boxes, bring them in the recycling and we can keep recycled cardboard going into the industry.
Now, you may have already read that Sherborne Tourist Information Centre is closing permanently on the 3rd of July. I, along with many others, am saddened to see this. A tourist information centre is so important as a point of contact for new visitors to the area and indeed new residents. I use the tourist office quite often to find out about things when I first moved here. When I lived in Penzance, the tourist information centre there was closed at the weekends, which didn't make much sense for a place that relied quite a lot on weekend visitors, as well as people arriving for a holiday at the weekend. When it closed, volunteers took over the building. Don't know the background to that, but volunteers ran it. And I have to say it ran very much more efficiently. I understand from Sherborne Town Council that there are no plans to use the building and man it with volunteers in Sherborne. But as we mentioned the other week in our podcast, Dorset Council is looking for volunteer ambassadors to welcome people who are visiting Sherborne. They're looking for up to six people to work in pairs and be at strategic points to be able to meet and greet visitors and help them with information they might need. So if you would like to get involved with that, you need to go to the website www.volunteeringdorset all one word, .org.uk. And I think that's an important thing to get involved in because we do get a lot of visitors here and if they can't get information, they're not going to hang about. So if you can help, get in touch with Volunteering Dorset. I read on social media a rather nice idea that Weldmar Hospice Care has come up with to remember a loved one this summer. There will be installations of memory jars on display in Sherborne, Weymouth and Lyme Regis this July and August. Now in Sherborne, it's going to be in Paddock Gardens from the 1st to the 11th of July. The jars will contain handwritten notes featuring memories of people who continue to be missed. A memory can be included in one of the jars in return for a donation to Weldmar Hospice Care. And each jar, powered by a solar panel, will start to glow as the sun sets during the evening and shine brightly through the night. The installations, featuring 200 jars in total, will be on display in each location on the following dates. As I said, for Sherborne, it's 1st to 11th of July in Paddock Gardens. Then in Lyme Regis from the 15th to the 25th of July in Langmore and Lister Gardens and 29th of July to 8th of August in Weymouth in Greenhill Gardens in case you happen to be having a little trip out. I think that's a really nice idea. And if you want to get further information and to leave a message for the memory jars, you need to go to Weldmar Hospice Care website, weld-hospice.org.uk. And you can see how you can send your message and make a donation. And you can also leave a message in a virtual memory jar online. It's a very interesting page. Gives you suggestions about what you can say if you need a little prompt. Another good idea, and nice to have it in Sherborne. I imagine Paddock Gardens will look rather pretty with that. You may have seen that Dorset Council are planning what they're calling a parking transformation project. 
which seeks to standardise car park prices across the council area with a three-tier system. Now, I believe Sherborne is in the level two pricing bracket, which means that parking is proposed to start at 50p for 30 minutes and will have incremental rises up to £6 for all day. They're also planning a single car park permit for drivers who live and work in Dorset. And the proposed annual residents, workers and businesses car park permit would allow drivers to park in specified Dorset Council car parks throughout the year. There's a resident survey that you can get involved in. And this has been launched to inform the cost and offer of the permit with the proposed price to be confirmed once feedback has been analysed and cost calculated. Monthly payments are also being considered to help spread the cost. It's going to have quite an impact both on visitors and residents. So you can get to the survey if you go to news.dorsetcouncil.gov.uk and you read through the item, it will take you through a link to where you can do the survey. The closing date for the survey is Sunday the 11th of July. Are you a fan of vinyl records? Because we've got a new shop opening on the 1st of July, i.e. tomorrow. It'll be open from 9 in the morning till 5 in the afternoon. And they're in South Street, opposite the Bean Shot, more or less. The shop is called The Beat and Track, an independent record store. And you can contact them at The Beat and Track, all one word at icloud.com. They will be buying and selling vinyl records. Well, I can think of a few people that will want to visit there and find out what they've got. Nice to have a new shop, especially a record one. I recently saw a post on social media in the Yetminster News and Views page on Facebook saying that they are looking for trade stalls who would like to share their wares with people of Chetnell and surrounding villages because there's going to be an annual flower show and fete being held on the afternoon of the 7th of August. But they've obviously got to get stalls booked in much earlier than that so they can plan the event. I suggest you go to the Yetminster News and Views page on Facebook and look for the post about Chetnell Annual Fair. I don't want to give the name of the individual out, but you will find it there and can send a private message if you are a stallholder who wants to get involved with the annual flower show and fete. Let's go now to Grace Anderson from Sherborne Library. And then after that... We'll do some what's on items. Hello, this is Grace from Sherborne Library and today I want to tell you about this year's Summer Reading Challenge. It is a national challenge from the Reading Agency which happens every summer in libraries and the aim is to keep children reading during the summer holidays by encouraging them to read six books. This year the challenge is called Wild Wild Heroes and it's in partnership with the WWF, that is the Wildlife Fund, not the Wrestling Federation, unfortunately. (laughs) The story of the challenge is about the young heroes needing help to fix the environmental problems in their fictional town of Wilderville, which is very topical. 
Children can register at Sherborne Library from Saturday the 3rd of July and they will receive their Wild World Heroes poster to keep track of their progress. For each book they read, they can come and tell us at the library about the book and they'll get a sticker which goes onto their poster and helps to fix the problems in Wilderville. When they have read and told us about all six books, they will get a medal and a certificate. If they are in primary school in the autumn term, we can send the certificate there so they can get it presented to them at school. Obviously, we do like children to read library books, but it's not the end of the world if they have some which they've read from home as well. As long as they can tell us about them, then it's okay. And also, if you have or know children a bit younger or a bit older than primary school age, they can still do the challenge too, and they'll just get their certificate in the library on completion. We hope we may be able to do some craft activities at the library to go alongside the challenge, um, but obviously that's a bit unknown at the moment. Um, But any details about these will go on the library's pages of the Dorset Council website and on Dorset Library's social media. So once again, the Summer Reading Challenge starts at Sherbourne Library from Saturday the 3rd of July and children will be able to register for the challenge and borrow some of our fantastic books. So this has been Grace from Sherbourne Library for Sherbourne Voices Podcast. Thank you. Thanks to Grace for another update from Sherbourne Library. Ah, now I promised you a few what's on items. So here they are. You may remember that I told you about a Sherborne historical walk that I'd been on the other week. Well, they've got an unusual one coming up, and it's a history of entertainment and leisure in Sherborne. The guides are all blue badge tour guides, and this one will be led by Paul. There are two of these walks coming up soon. The first is on the 7th, Wednesday the 7th of July at 1030 and then again on Monday the 12th of July, again at 10.30. During this tour, Paul will consider the development of entertainment and leisure since the 1750s. The tour will recreate an Edwardian terrace parade overlooking the town before dropping down into pageant gardens to consider the importance of the coming of the railway and the 1905 Sherborne pageant. The tour will then continue through the town, identifying past entertainment venues before reaching Paddock Gardens, where you'll learn about the Sherborne House screen. The tour will conclude with a visit to the rarely visited and unique Georgian Shell House in Harper House. Well, I have no knowledge of that, so that in itself would be interesting. You need to book in advance and... The tours are for up to five people plus the tour guide. Bookings can be made on their website, which is www.sherbournewalks.co.uk. A bit of advance notice for this one. The Grange at Oborn have announced this year's festival as part of an initiative to get local musicians working again. The concerts are all at 5pm and last for just an hour. Now the first one is on the 18th of July and they're running with different musicians throughout the summer up until the 5th of September. You can get more information or indeed buy tickets directly from John Vallander, that's J-O-N-V-A-L-E-N-D-E-R at gmail.com. And I'll tell you more about the individual concerts as we get closer to the date. I was recently asked if I would start an Italian class, which I wasn't able to agree to because of various other commitments I have. But lo and behold, shortly afterwards, into my inbox popped 
a message from OpenLearn, which is part of the Open University, telling me that they've got an Italian course. But that led me into looking at the various courses that they now offer free. You may have heard of the Open University and the courses that you can do online, largely with them. But I I wasn't aware of the range of courses that they offer free to people. So if you want to stimulate the brain a little and do a course, whether it be in languages or anything else, I would highly recommend you go to www.open.edu and that will take you to the Open Learning page and you can see there is a separate page entitled All Our Free Courses. Huge range and you can start and finish when you want. There's no start date and end date to these things. And you might like to um, browse through them and find something to while away the autumn and winter hours and start planning now. If you've been missing choral music, if you go to the Sherborne Abbey for the parish Eucharist at 9.30 in the morning and choral evensong at 6pm every Sunday up until the 11th of July, you can hear the Abbey choristers. After the 11th of July, they will be handing over to the adult choristers for the remainder of July. Another advance notice The Swan Theatre in Yeovil is reopening and their first, they say, much-delayed production will be Night Must Fall by Emlyn Williams and that's running from the 19th to the 24th of July. I understand that some updating of the inside of the theatre has been done. So it's the 19th to the 24th of July, Night Must Fall at the Swan Theatre in Yeovil. You can book online if you go to swan-theatre.co.uk or you can call the box office on 07500376031. Be nice to get back and see live theatre. Just before I go, I want to give a plug to a radio show that my good friend Alan Mapp presents every week on Abbey 104 on a Friday from 10 till 1. Alan has motor neurone disease and so I've started helping him to produce the show because he hasn't got movement in his hands anymore. So he's still able to talk and do the presentations but I'm doing all the behind the scenes stuff to help him. Now it's a great little show, fabulous music from all eras. He does a gardening tips spot at half past ten and soon after that there's a classical track he does junior choice children's favorites from a long time ago and 12 to 1 he does the great american songbook which is just such a wonderful mixture of old american songs and some new ones sometimes as well and if you like motown music he does a show at one o'clock on saturdays for motown and soul so have a listen to him on abbey 104 sherborne's community radio station And you won't regret it. And talking of Alan reminds me that in his state of health, he needs carers to help him and his wife. And a lovely couple who run their own care workers business have been helping him out since he became ill. And they have vacancies for carers to work for them and with them. You need to have a driving licence and there are flexible hours and a variety of roles you could be involved in. So please call Steve on 01935 817 123 or 0777 
266-7335. And that's if you're looking for a job as a care worker. That's it for another day, another week, and indeed another month. July from tomorrow. I'm Sue Hill. This has been Sherborne Voices Podcast. My thanks to Grace at Sherborne Library for her contribution as ever. And I hope some of the information I have given you for Sherborne and the surrounding areas will be useful. Join me again next week for another episode of Sherborne Voices Podcast, your local community podcast with information and news items for Sherborne and the surrounding area. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. <laughs>